Okay, I'm just going to let her introduce herself. Hello, I'm Megan Pochlag, fantasy author. Okay, you're going to have to spell the last name. Okay, last name Pochlag is P-O-E-T-S-C-H-L-A-G. Okay, and that's your real name, right? Yes. Okay. And what have you written and why? I write fantasy adventure novels. Um, The reason is I've always loved fantasy and dragons ever since I was a little kid. Now, the book I read, it sounded like you had started it when you were in high school. How long have you been writing again? Uh, just before high school, about junior high, like my last year of junior high school, I started writing. All right, so it's been, you've been writing for one decade, two decades? About a decade, yeah. A decade, without actually revealing your age. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> we're we're going to start talking about marketing. She ha- you have to understand, she has the most beautiful dragon I have ever seen. Okay. <laughs> so how does the dragon relate? The dragon um, that I painted is actually uh, a depiction of the main character from the story, Soraya. She is a human that grows up in New York City, and um, when she's 18, she discovers that she's actually from a parallel world, and she's a shapeshifter, and her true form is a dragon. I actually kind of felt badly for her because she was about to get arrested when she found out. Yeah, she kind of got in trouble at school right before. She was about to bite it. I mean, she (laughs) she was turning into a dragon without realizing it, and so... Yeah, yeah, there was some drama, so... So, what have you learned about marketing books? Uh, this is uh, The reason why I'm asking this question to start with is because whenever I went and did the podcast from the Tucson Festival of Books, where, which she will be at in March, along with myself, um, I, I, picked that, I happened to walk into a conversation that a couple authors were having, and I just said that was just the most perfect podcast ever. And so, I'm like, we'll just keep, keep going. And so, I learned so much. Um, the, the one woman... Uh, who I should I shouldn't say the one woman since I should actually remember her name. Uh, she insisted that her first book she ended up she bought everything she made sure she got it an editor she bought the marketing package she did everything uh, and by her sixth book she wasn't buying anything anymore and she was selling just as yeah, she was saying that she was selling better but what she did is she had was going around to trailer parks doing presentations okay so she went from doing kind of online marketing to actual face-to-face sales, which is hard in this business, especially with the lack of bookstores, and um, may have may have been hard even with bookstores around. I could just, yeah, be, you know, <laughs> and um, have, how, how do you feel about face-to-face sales? How do you? It, it, it's hard to do face-to-face sales because I think it's more rewarding, I guess, in a way, because you're talking to people face-to-face and you're getting, you know, their, their reactions and everything with the conversation, whereas online, you really have no feedback as to how your marketing is going. Even with WordPress, I when I switched from WordPress to Banzoogle, which was where I we currently where the who currently runs my webpage, I had I couldn't get any I couldn't get the WordPress email list is not proprietary to me, it's proprietary to WordPress, so I could not get a copy of it whenever I went away from WordPress. So at the moment with Banzoogle, if I leave Banzoogle, I get to keep my email list, which is good. So I think I have more control with the email list with Manzoogle. All right. So what would be, if you had to give somebody else advice, uh, if you had to give somebody else advice on selling books, what would you tell them? I've been the most successful with online marketing through um, like Instagram and Facebook mainly. You got those things to work? Uh, Yeah. A little bit. But you couldn't get the Amazon thing to work? I just couldn't figure the Amazon thing out. It was really confusing to figure out how to do the marketing on Amazon. All right, so Um, that's really weird because I would think that it would be harder to find the where to to put the Facebook ad. Yeah, you You would think so. I I didn't have any problems with Facebook. 
I should I just, think I about post links on Facebook and then I should people think. can click on them. We were talking about different book fairs that we could have. Though there's uh, the book fair that's coming up at the Vista Grande Library. I believe it's the first week in November. Hopefully, Miss Dee Dee won't be mad at me if I, you know, please contact her in case I'm wrong. How what what's it like going around to book fairs? I guess it would be a nice nice open ended question. I think that that's a really good way to get yourself out there. Because um, then you're at a at a venue where people are looking for books, and it's not just oh here's a book, even though that's not what you're here shopping for today. It's like, kind of like going to the grocery right? store. You're actually actually wanting a carton of milk instead of yeah milk. yeah you know. yeah like you don't go to a grocery store and buy books typically. So any any favorite book fair story? You can even say something weird about me if you'd like. Biggest experience with the book book fair event was the Tucson Festival of Books. That is huge, and I was so intimidated. Was I am very intimidated. I am still scared to park. <laughs> okay, every single year. And I'm you scared. did a talk. I don't even know how. I would never know what to say in an hour no, talk. You have to. Under, no, it's only fifteen minutes. Only oh, fifteen okay. minutes. But uh, but by the time that you by the time you have the 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 beginning, the middle, and the end, you might as well mark it off for an hour. Okay. Yeah. Um, the. Uh, uh, what happens? I mean, even with that, is it that, that drawing a crowd? I think would be would be part oh, of the hard part there because yeah. it's so open. And the tent. Actually, it's, there's a lot of foot traffic. There's a lot of foot traffic, and um, I was fortunate for two years because it's lottery. Oh, so it wasn't yeah. even my choice. It's just as like, I put my name. Do you want it? They just ask you. Do you want your name in the lottery for it? And I'm like, yeah. Go ahead and you know for that. And, and so I yeah. And so I, cool. I wouldn't think that it would happen three years in a row. I really wouldn't. That's why I want to make sure I recorded it at the time. Yeah, you know, yeah, for sure. But I've I found it to be uh, author fairs to be a rewarding experience because you're like on a level playing field with the other authors. Yeah, and the other authors can always share will, their insight with they you. They will too, talk to you. Yeah, they will talk to you in that situation. Whereas I think in a lot of other situations they will not talk to you. you know? I feel too at author fairs it's nice because it. it even though it's kind of competition, it doesn't feel like a competition. It feels more like you're just sharing yourself yeah, with everyone else. Honestly, if people who are going to buy my book, I don't, I can't. I mean, oh, you know, if a really famous author came and sat down beside us, it would draw all the attention to them. Yeah. But they keep the in, indie authors separate from the famous authors yeah. at the Tucson Festival of Books. And that was one of the reasons that everybody kind of got mad last year. Because the first year I did it, we were actually down closer to... Uh, the entrance to the student union but in this the past year we were out further down the mall and so it's like i mean it really didn't bug me because there was still it's still that thing is packed all the way down the mall but everyone else is like no it was we sold more we sold more we sold more i'm like all right i can't tell yeah i maybe some people i think i had a bad time frame when i was there i only sold one book when i was there last year but (laughs) it's um it's hard to know what to use you you were big into if i'm remembering correctly you were big into bookmarks are you so tell us the tell us the pros and cons of bookmarks the bookmarks i found is a really easy way to just say oh here you go you can take this bookmark and and that way you can look up my book later because they probably have a long list of books that they want to read and then They, for, they can use the bookmark and be reminded that, that, that they can download my book. As far as um, cost effectiveness of different campaigns, advertising campaigns, what's been your most effective means? Probably the most effective for my investments has probably been the bookmarks. Really? Probably. Okay, really? Yeah. I, don't, I find that surprising because to, uh, in my mind, a bookmark is still in the business card category, which can yeah. get tossed. Yeah. But, but, I mean, it used to be indispensable whenever books were hard copy. But yeah. there's still a fair amount of hard copy books out there. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Still, you know, 
So I'm trying to think. And I always meet readers that are like, oh, I prefer Kindle. And I meet some that are like, oh, I prefer hard copies. Oh, people who have an opinion have an opinion. Oh, yeah. Yeah, they don't switch back and forth. It's no, kind of like the, no, they the. either do one way or the other. It's, it's the Facebook, Twitter people, okay, that I, I, I was just, I had gotten on social media. I thought I was just doing great just to have one. Like, uh, you know, no, I said, no. Where, did, where was I? Hit? I want to say it was the Tucson Festival of Books. I, I started telling people, you can actually, you can contact me on Twitter. And they're like, we don't tweet. Yeah. I'm like, well, okay. See, I don't tweet either. So I, I'm with them on that one. Yeah, so it's like, okay, why am I on Twitter? I don't really tweet any. I mean, so, so people who don't tweet do not tweet. Okay. Yeah. We're not alone. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> They're like, no, Facebook. And that's the hard thing, too. There's so many different social medias out there. It's like you either use all of them or, or none. none. Yeah, I'm, I'm going with the, you really do have to use either all or none. And then it's a lot, it's a huge time commitment. Yeah, definitely. To go, oh, to I go with so that. so much time just posting things yeah, online yeah. all the so time. So I'm going, that's why I've got, I'm going to, I'm going to go with the none and see how that works out because yeah. I've got the web page. you might do just as well. And I've got the email list. Like, because they did <laughs> the. You focus your time on other things. Yeah. And see they did the email analysis of, and said that direct marketing was your best bet. I mean, aside from buying ads on Google, ads on Google are too expensive. Yeah, I've they're noticed just, that. They're too, just, yeah. I mean, you can get some that are cheap. Hey, cool, Google ad, there's a book. But, yeah, oh. no, I mean, <laughs> what's one, whenever I realized that you, you, you could pay $21 a, a click. That was, she, I should have done, I should have let Shirley have the question, I should have let Shirley have the floor. <laughs> uh, what was your target audience again? Target audience is uh, adults, um, so like people that grew up loving Harry Potter, Aragon, books like that, but it's a little more mature for them now that they're older. Okay. That was the main one? Okay. Oh, and, and Shirley, Shirley, Shirley says, Shirley says we should all go with bookmarks. That's what she's okay. I know, I know, I know. <laughs> One of the fascinating things about your books is the illustrations. Now, most independent authors, but you're, I don't know if you can, do you consider yourself independent? I should ask. Yes. First. Yeah, I do. Uh, most independent authors do not have illustrations. All right. So tell us myself. Okay. So tell us more about the who, what, when, where, why, and how of your illustrations. I just have... I just have this creative side of me that's like, okay, I see this image of this character in my head and I want to draw it so everyone else can see it the way that I see okay, it. Okay, but most people can see it and then not draw it. How long have you been drawing? Oh, gosh. It took me a long time to develop my skills with that. I took some art classes in junior high school, although I wasn't real fond of the art teachers. I just kind of do art for fun on my own now. My mom is the painter who did the art for my covers. Um, I don't paint, but I do drawings and colored pencil drawings. I had I was thinking it was a friend of yours who had done the covers for the... Uh, the friend of mine that's doing her name is Sume Mar, and she does artwork for um, uh, video game magazines. Really? Oh, so she's, she's like totally do, serious. They, they, she's totally they, the they, cover for my third one. That I'm they, um, they say that that's where the money is currently. Uh, illustrating uh, for video oh, oh, games. Oh, video games. Yeah, I've heard that too. Yeah, so well, congratulations yeah, she, to her. She, yeah, she's she, and her art's really good. So I'm excited for her to do a cover for me. You think anybody could make a video game about your series? That would probably be kind of cool. Yeah, I think it, it would be possible. It would be possible. So I'm trying to think I'm how more of like the TV series. Okay. I'm trying to think of how we can get to talk more about your book without giving too much away. So if you had to talk about your book without getting do too to an blurb, I made a new yeah. Blurb. He made a new blurb. Oh, that's the other thing. I have gone through so many blurbs. I have oh tried. My gosh, it's hard to pick a good blurb that yeah. doesn't give too much away but makes yeah. it interesting. Yeah, and in 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 yeah. That's, yeah, for sure. So I, I made a new blurb for my first book because this right, let's, one, after, oh. let's see, this one's been published now since okay. 2011. And I just kind of felt like the blurb was too vague, so I that's have awesome. a new blurb. All right, so let us have, oh, now, 
state specifically which book this is because you have the series. Okay, this is Angleth's Heir, which is book one of the Dragons of Angleth series. Um, so here's the blurb. Human or dragon? Soraya may have been adopted as a baby, but even with the strange ability she had, she fit in well enough for a girl of 18 years in New York. It wasn't until she was stolen away from her loving home and taken to a parallel world called Angleth that she began to understand her true calling and her true nature. With the help of Ruinar, a user of dark magic and also her advisor, she will have to first learn how to harness her power of shapeshifting and then discover how to save her birth parents from the evil dragon king Galen. She could never have imagined being in a place surrounded by dragons and other mythical creatures, not to mention finding out that she was also one of them. Her human emotions were starting to get the best of her in this strange world. Will she be able to unlock the power of the dragon that burns in her veins? Okay. That's kind good. Of long, which is well, yeah. what I'm worried about, maybe it being a little yeah. bit long. Yeah. You know, uh, My other one was way shorter. Yeah. I, I don't know, man. I think it, uh, the, these blogs. But, the, but the blurbs, I think, do kind of draw the reader in and be like, oh, yeah, I'm going to read this book. Yeah. It, but you really, it, I, I really, I don't know how often you're really supposed to change your blurb or whatnot. I but don't I think you're supposed to change I don't know. it necessarily. But since I was doing a republish, I decided to yeah. change mine. I, I changed the cover on my first book. I changed it to the black one. It was oh, yeah. it was boring before then. I have to say the only reason I knew it was boring is because I was buying clicks, basically buying clicks on a- Amazon. If you want to, that's a that's a facetious way of putting it. But anyway, and no one would click the first one. It was just it would because it just shows yeah. you the cover and they click yeah. on it basically. Yeah. But here, but the deal was it was um, I think what was going on with it is that it would have been a part of me in the back of my head had oh that's got to look good on somebody's shelf. Yeah. So it was the kind of book cover that would look good because on somebody's you shelf. Because want that for their collection. Yeah. And yeah. But, but for to have it in your phone, to click on the phone, it has to have a different color scheme. Because mm. you have to be able to see it on the phone. Yeah, so that's true. That's a good point. And, it's, and so I ended up, I was wondering, what's one of the yellow in it? Is to make sure that there's that contrast uh, yeah. to be able yeah. to, to see it. Yeah, this is yellow is nice and bright. Yeah. So believe it or not, that one actually is fairly clickable. The second one, I am, although clickable because of the red and green. Because mm-hmm. I and it did, the 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 actual cover does relay part of the story. I did it with Cover Creator, so I'm not. Both of them are Cover Creators. The downside of Cover Creator is you can't do anything else with it except leave it on Amazon because mm-hmm. it's theirs. It's proprietary I've to them. Heard of Cover Creator? Yeah, and so it's proprietary to them, and so this kind of this kind of leaves. So they kind of own it. Though they yeah. they no kind of to it. They, they own do. it. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah okay. <laughs> So, but now, if you own your own cover and your own book, then they're not so weird about it. Okay. Anyway, yeah, so, yeah. I mean, if it's my if it's my computer software, I would be, you know. Yeah. Uh, yeah. But having that kind of software and then knowing how to do it so yeah. it looks nice yeah. is really so, hard. So I've gotten for the third one, I have taken enough photos and I've got to using GIMP. Oh. Okay. So and so, I actually don't have the whole thing ready as far as a book book, but but it's good enough for, uh, for the e book thing. Cool. And um, and so I'm. That's part of my, the next six weeks is getting that kind of in. That's six weeks. I just actually have to have six weeks off. Even yeah. whenever I was doing other stuff, and no one, like I was telling Shirley, nobody wants to hear me every every. It, even the, one of the things I've had to figure out is how often to email, how often to send. Yeah. Because it feels like once a month is not enough, but I can tell you every week is way too much. Yeah, people will get annoyed with every and, week getting yeah, a message. So, yeah. Yeah, and so I think. I think there's two times in the year that I absolutely have to take six weeks off. Otherwise, it just it, everything will come grind to a halt. I can't. Yeah. Know. So, and this is this is one of them. So that's where I'm leaving that. And so there's other places where I can get some more work done, but it's hard to say. 
Definitely uh-huh. time management is difficult for it's, us it's authors, I weird. think, especially us indie authors. It's weird. It's weird. It's, it's kind of like... I started. we all obviously don't, you know, this isn't our normal jobs. We and, do this because yeah, we love doing it. Yeah, and so I also started trying to look to see what, when they, you know, people don't go by TV schedules as much anymore. Yeah. But I figured... When TV came out, there's a reason why they made the schedules like they did. And they had to feel around until they found something that would work with people. Okay. And TV is notorious for going into hiatuses and having reruns. Okay, mm-hmm. they don't. They don't even try. That is true. They don't try for twenty four. Like, oh, it's yeah. all reruns now. Yeah, the, so much for TV. Yeah, <laughs> but they don't even try twenty four seven. You know what I'm trying to say? So yeah. I'm, I'm fairly certain authors should not try twenty four seven. Yeah, we shouldn't even have though, to. Yeah, even though people, like you were saying before, they just say, "Oh, just tweet ten times a day." Oh, that's extensive. Bull. Yeah. I mean, bull. There is no tweet ten times a day. Yeah. Anybody yeah, I do Instagram, and I try to post once a day on there, and even that's a lot for me yeah, to do every feels, day. It feels like, you know, it feels like it just goes straight from a good idea into to no. Very well, and then there's a point, too, where people think you're just Psychotic. doing it to do it, and it's like, oh, these people are crazy. I'm not going to yeah. read this book. <laughs> and and then, then there's the whole... Uh, if you, regardless of whether or not you are desperate, whether or not you sound desperate, yeah, she's, she's grabbing her photo, so I'm like trying to make it <laughs> a, normal, a normal thing that we're doing here. <laughs> How I, I, one of the ways that I have seen other people get reviews on Amazon, uh, the weekend my first book came out was the weekend Amazon cracked down on the five dollar reviews, and so I was scared after that. I didn't, I wasn't, I didn't know what to do to begin with, and I figured doing nothing was my best course of events, best you know, thing to do at that point. That's kind of the way I've done so it. So I too. didn't, I didn't ask anybody for anything. I didn't, I mean, I was just like, let's just uh, go with, you know, go with the newspaper, go with known things. Okay. And, uh, but so this one, I'm actually going to break out and try to start asking people for reviews. I have seen people go through, people have contacted me, so I'm saying, go through the list of people who have reviewed things on Amazon and start asking for reviews from those people. Mm-hmm. Uh, and Goodreads reviews is good too. People that do Goodreads reviews. I cannot. I've gotten I few people to do reviews for me. I cannot. Fi- okay, you can't figure out Amazon. I can't figure out Goodreads. Mm. I can t- let me tell you, I cannot <laughs> figure it. I have an ad on Goodreads that will never. I think I'm following you. That on you're the only one. Am okay, I? yeah. <laughs> and the ad on Goodreads will never die because no one will ever click on it. Oh. Okay, I'm like, how, how, how? And so it's been there for two years. On the one hand, it's basically free advertising forever because I spent 50 bucks two years ago. And, and, and it hasn't worn it out yet. It will never so wear good. out. Yeah. And it gets, and they email me every day saying how many impressions it's gotten. It gets impressions. I think the key with Goodreads is to make sure that you're following a lot of people. Yeah, is that? Because the people that, that, that uh, post the reviews, uh-huh. if you're not following them, you won't see what they post. Okay, so maybe so I don't have any idea. search for people that... That like read books similar, yeah, and they, they say and that if say, you put the, if you put the time into figuring Goodreads out, is what they always say. Yeah, I'm still trying to figure it out, but it seems like I a lot I've of people better, post reviews on there. I think I've got a better shot at figuring out Amazon. I don't know. And I, I started posting reviews on Goodreads recently okay. too, because I I do this thing on Instagram where I follow other authors, and I'm like, oh, if you review my book, I'll review your book. I've got a couple so. of people who've offered that, but it was from people I didn't know, and yeah. it felt weird. Yeah, it's kind of weird when you don't it know feels people. Weird. Yeah, and so I'm, I'm probably not jumping in as fast on that as I probably should. And probably it's probably one of those things that I'm being too cautious with. Yeah, uh, but um, I'll try a little bit of that. And another thing that I've realized recently is you can't be afraid of a bad review. Oh no, you can't. But I am. Yeah, okay. and we all are because we don't yeah. want a bad rating to come right. up on our books. But good but. lord, but good lord, I mean. Uh, 
if, every, if anybody, every, everyone has their own opinion, yeah, and just I because mean, that one person didn't like it doesn't mean other yeah, people. I mean, right, aren't exactly. Like it. It's right. If enough people review it, one of them is going to just think you're. And I've even just, seen like some bad reviews. That's still bad. publicity. It's yeah. still your book yeah. on their page, even yeah. though they didn't like it. There are people who didn't like Harry Potter. That's true. A lot okay. of people. There's a lot of yeah. people that and don't like Harry religious, Potter. Not just for religious reasons. There are people yeah. who don't like Harry Potter. They just Potter. don't like it. Yeah. Yeah. It's like. Jeez, we used to fight over. <laughs> Me and my mom, oh. we should read them together. <laughs> okay. All right. I, I thought I, would, I picked what I thought was the safest book ever. When I, yeah. yeah. And so anybody else, and it should, so it's even more than just the editing. I mean, what we well, were we saying, editing. Keep to read them. Oh, I, I missed what Harry Potter. All right. You, are you, what, meaning you're both fans, or you're both not? We're both fans. Both fans. We're okay. both fans. Yeah. Both fans. I still. <coughs> oh, excuse me. I still don't know what I'm writing. That's why this upcoming year I'm going to write short stories. Oh. Spent three and a half years with these particular characters, and I had to say goodbye to them last week, and it actually ended up being difficult. Just in, um, you get attached to your characters. Mm-hmm. They're yeah. your babies, yeah. definitely. And, uh, so uh, so I've, got to, I've got to figure out something else to write. But before, what I have learned from this is maybe I knew it to begin with, but the, for the first series it's just having enough guts to do it because I was scared to death. Two years ago whenever I hit the publish button, I mean, you know I'm self-published, but I hit the publish button, I was still scared to death. You was talking about being scared of a bad review. Yeah. I was scared someone was going to sue me. This oh, is, how, cra- oh, this is how crazy. This is how yeah. crazy it is. You put the publish button up, I Weight Watchers. I, I mean, just I, somehow, I, you, in my book, I don't have, I, I think maybe maybe I have accidentally said one name brand in the entire thing. But whenever I started blogging it, I was blogging it to get over being scared of doing it. Uh, and I was scared. I was scared every blog. I was scared. And, uh, and it's just a blog. Yeah. For crying out loud, it's a blog. You can erase it. Yeah. I have since then, for crying out loud. Yeah. <laughs> you know? And uh, but I was scared to death, and I was scared to death hitting the first published button. And I know full well that I won't be happy with the book for another six months. Regardless. There's always something after you yeah. hit publish. There's always uh-huh. something that you would have wanted wants, to change. It's not going to make any flipping difference. How yeah. many people edit it? I'm sorry. It's just it's. I mean, maybe 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 if you have a hundred people look at it, I mean that would be a huge publishing house. Yeah. But short of that, there's going to be some, six months later. There's going to be something. There's yeah. No, oh, yeah. Even, even, even the most seasoned author has mm-hmm. has yeah. has editing oh, I issues. Yeah. I find I, I find at least one in every uh-huh. book I read. The, I'm pretty yeah, sure. It, but uh, hopefully in the second half, since I think the first half gets edited more than the second half of books. Yeah. Books. Yeah. You know what? On uh-huh. yeah, personal yeah. experience, I'll agree with that. Yeah, I've even, even with my had, books too. I usually I, look through the first yeah. half more than I'm like, okay, was, I'm good. I was I, I was I was beating myself up <laughs> until I ran and I a couple of errors in my book. I probably still should beat myself up and redo. Okay. It was an actual create a PhD teaching in I want to say Florida, who's was writing a book on creative writing. Okay. There were errors in the second half of her book. Like, there's errors in the second half of her book. There's going to be errors in the second half of anybody's book. Yeah. Period. Yeah. Because if anybody's going to be... And unless it's so bad that, like you said, if it's drawing people out... If it's actually drawing people out of the story, then whatever it is has to be fixed. Then that needs to be fixed. But otherwise, I mean, if it's just one little word misspelled and you can still know what the word is, is, it's not too too terrible. Oh, but I'm never happy until I was going to say six months. That's because I've been doing audiobooks. I've been making my own audiobooks, which lets me practice my actual recording skills. So the whole making of the audiobooks has gotten me being better at producing music and other audio things. It's so this is actually good practice for me using the recorder. Truthfully, they were also saying that they every audiobook that they've ever made, there's been errors in. 
Um, so in an audiobook, when no, you no, I mean whenever the, the reader is oh, reading when they're it, reading it and, and they're reading through, they're, and then they notice it as they're and reading they, it. Right, and they, they said that there's been every one of them that they've not done one without it. And so it's like okay, not until after the audiobook's made for sure. Yeah. Do you know what is error free? <laughs> well, I guess one final question: What is your favorite part of this whole process? Ah, uh, I like. What do you like best about it? I should say the creative writing part of it. Because I can just kind of, I think that's why I like fantasy so much, because I can kind of take my characters anywhere that I get the idea. Okay. So is it, is it a control issue then? Maybe. <laughs> Sometimes. Okay. Well, thank you very much. Uh, just, I don't think I said it earlier. Today is September 30th. It's the afternoon. We're in Coolidge, Arizona. And do you want to say your name one last time and how to get a hold of you? Megan Pochlag, uh, if you're interested, I am on Instagram. My name on there is um, Angeleth Books. And in case I forget to say, sometimes I do, this is Wendy Landers, and I'm at www.wendylanders.com. Thank you.